Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank the Lord on tonight. Glory to God. Amen. 
for being here with you all. Sorry about that back screen that y'all just caught, but amen. Thank God for all of you that are streaming with us on tonight. We are asking for you to please, 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 please. This has been such a powerful, powerful uh, session um, this whole month teaching on anxious for nothing. And so I'm asking if you would uh, tag and share and invite somebody to come and watch this stream on tonight. And of course, I'm wearing my t-shirts, anxious for nothing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, because we are going to be anxious for nothing. We thank God for those of you that are streaming with us tonight um, on our podcast tonight by way of Spreaker and iCloud. I mean, um, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We thank God for all of you. Thank God for you that are on our uh, Facebook page and uh, watching there, watching live on Facebook Live, as well as in the Prophets Teaching Group. And we just want to honor the Lord tonight uh, for Apostle Ken Cox, amen, and for Prophetess Cox on tonight, amen. Thank you so much for uh, opening the way for us to be able to share through uh, um, this teaching group, amen, as well with all of those who are your subscribers. Amen. So we just thank God on tonight. Uh, we are going to get into this teaching, but before we do, and before we pray on tonight, um, I wanted to, excuse me, take a moment and let's touch and agree. Amen. On tonight. And let us, uh, say a prayer on tonight before we pray for the teaching on tonight before we pray and get into the word let's pray on tonight for those who are in the caribbean on tonight we want to touch and agree in prayer for our friends and neighbors and family members amen that are in uh cuba that are in mexico that are in jamaica and that are in the cayman islands amen that are currently um under a uh, tsunami watch at this time. And so we want to just believe God for them, that the Lord would just be merciful and that he would keep them. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, glory to God. Amen. Thank God for all of you again that are joining us tonight. Thank God. Blessings to all of the pastors and the apostles that are joining us on tonight and all the sisters and brothers in Christ. Thank God for you. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus name, we just say tonight, thank you for this teaching tonight. Thank you for those that are going to watch, that are listening and that are watching right now, Father, in Jesus' name. We pray right now for the people that are in the Caribbean. Father, we pray for those that are on the Cayman Islands, those that are in Jamaica, those that, Father, that are in Cuba, those that are in Mexico. We pray right now, Father, in Jesus' name, for your mercy. We pray, God, in Jesus' name, that you will cause the winds and the waves to obey your voice on tonight, God, in Jesus' name. And we ask you, Lord, that you would touch, oh God, and that you would cause, oh God, the disturbance, oh God, under the earth and in the earth to be still uh, tonight, Father, in the name of Jesus. We ask you, Lord, to remember the inhabitants of these islands, Lord, that you would be merciful to them, God, that you would cause them to be able to take shelter, God, to be safe, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We cancel every assignment of the enemy. Oh, God, in Jesus' name, Father, we thank you right now that you, oh, God, are God, even God of the seas, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. We speak, oh, God, even to every marine spirit, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, every demonic disturbance in the waters and under the waters, oh, God, down in the deeps, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. And we command peace to be still in Jesus' name. And so, God, we thank you now, hallelujah, because your blood prevails in Jesus' name. You said, God, ask and it shall be given. You said, Father, 
Father, for us to decree a thing, and it shall be established. So tonight, we decree safety for these, oh God, souls in the name of Jesus. And we just ask you, Lord, to intervene, God, and intercede on their behalf. And so we give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise for it right now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And we just give God praise for that on tonight. Amen. And tonight, amen, we are going to be concluding our teaching for the past couple of weeks, the past three weeks. This makes week number four. But for the past three weeks, we have been teaching on anxious for nothing. Amen. And so we have uh, covered a vast amount of information um, concerning dealing with anxiety. I was trying to find this piece of paper. Concerning anxiety, amen, and week one, praise God, hallelujah, was about when we have had enough, amen, you know, we get to the point where we can't take anymore, amen, and it seems like life is caving in on us, and I don't know about you, if you do ministry, if you do business, if you just alive, amen, there are times that you feel like enough is enough, and I can't take anymore, amen, and so we dealt with that, praise the Lord, um, in our first week, amen, and then week two, we talked about um, persevering, pressing, and praying through the pain. It seems like sometimes when we are in pain and we're going through the issues that we are facing and we are in pain, we are in agony because of our issues or because of whatever it is that we are facing, it seems like we will do everything except pray. And so um, on that second week, we were concentrating on making sure and focusing on the fact that no matter what you do, you have to pray. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Apostle Danny Higgs. Amen. We bless the Lord for you and thank God for you joining us on tonight. Amen. Week three. Amen. We talked about, amen, having, amen, a perspective of praise, being able to praise your way out of every circumstance and every situation. Hallelujah. Amen. And that there are times that while you are going through, if you would just focus on praise, if you would just set your affections on the Lord, if you would just begin to give God glory, hallelujah, then God would open the way for you. Amen. But you got to change your perspective and stop looking at where you are. Amen. And begin to give God praise. And so tonight, amen, as we put cap on this and as we, amen, um, uh, uh, bring this particular segment of teaching, amen, uh, for, you know, to a close, we are going to be discussing and talking about tonight, facing hard decisions. A lot of times we are facing anxiety because we face decisions. There are times that we have, you know, choices that we have to make. Sometimes you feel like you're under the gun and you got to hurry up and you have to make a choice. And sometimes it's hard to make those decisions and, and life, uh, uh, being as it is, sometimes we feel pressure because we have to make these decisions. Now, I know this is not deep. This is not, you know, uh, uh, the, the third realm of heaven or whatever. But listen to me. If we can handle this stuff right here, when it comes to the spiritual things, we're going to be all right. And I believe that a lot of times our difficulty is, is that we have spent so much time you know, uh, digesting the super deep and the super spiritual uh, aspects of, of our walk with God that we have not taken the time to be able to deal with life right here. Yes, I understand that we are spiritual beings. Amen. Praise the Lord. 
and we're trying to master this experience with the Lord, amen, as we walk this earth, amen, but there are things that come at you on a daily basis, and you have to be able to deal with those issues, amen, and if you allow the things, the cares of this life to, to drown you, to, to, uh, 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 to wear you out, and if you don't have the tools, amen, and, 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 and even the mind to refocus on what you should be focusing on, then what happens is we get lost in the shuffle, amen, and we find ourselves not, amen, walking in the things of God, amen, as we should, because we end up quitting and giving up, amen, and being frustrated, glory to God. And so a lot of times, as we're going through life, we're facing decisions, and we make our decision-making process so very complicated. Can I tell you that sometimes it's really just not that complicated? Sometimes it's just us being fearful of having to commit to a decision. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Sometimes we have difficulty committing to making one solid decision. So let's go to the word. And I'm going to some scriptures with you. And I'm going to go through some steps on tonight. And you have your pen and your paper with you. Amen. I'm going to you. Amen. I'm going to from the spirit of station. And mess fear, wake it and begin to concentrate, be excited, have decisions when they are necessary. All right, so let's go back to the scripture. We're going back to Philippians chapter 4, which is what we have been focusing on the entire month, amen. Of this month, hallelujah. I'm not sure why this video is doing this, and what I'm gonna do is okay, hold on one second. My apology, those of you who are listening by way of the stream. One moment, because for some reason, this keeps cutting off, okay? And so we want to be able to do this without any interruptions on tonight, because we're going to get this word out, amen, hallelujah. We're going to get this word out, amen. We're not going to, amen. All right, let's see. And we'll just have to do a simulcast on our on the other page is what we're gonna have to do. Let me get this in this other group because I just had a disruption um, with our other stream. So this is what happens when when you are your own production team. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Okay, here we go. All right, so let's get this in here. Very good. All right. That's good. Very good. All right. So let's get to the scripture. We have been focusing on um, Philippians chapter four. We have been been dealing with this verse of scripture. Amen. The entire month. And I want to continue in this verse of scripture. Amen. And again, those of you who are just joining us by Facebook live, please, please, please tag, share. Amen. Invite. Um, um, tell somebody about this word, because if this has been a blessing to you, we want you to be able to share this word. Amen. And we want people's lives to be transformed and be able to receive from this word on tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Philippians chapter four, verses four through seven is what we're going to be reading. Amen. Right now. Um, um, and so let's look at this. Um, and this is from the NIV and it says, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness, excuse me, be evident to all. The Lord is near. Be not anxious about anything, but in everything, hallelujah, or every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God 
and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. And so tonight, we're going to be focusing on the peace of God. Amen. Guarding our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. We talked about various portions um, of of this um, particular verse. Amen. And we uh, had to deal with um, the scripture saying rejoice in the Lord always because there's a time where we don't feel like rejoicing. There's a time where we don't feel like, you know what I'm saying? There's anything that we have to give God praise for because life is coming at us, because situations are happening, because circumstances are taking place, because people are getting on our nerves, because somebody made us mad or maybe somebody passed away or whatever the case might be. And so we go through these different things. But I want to ask you a question. Why is, because tonight we're dealing with, we're dealing with making hard decisions. So so why is it so hard? Why is it so complicated for us to settle down and make a decision? Why do you have a hard time? Have you ever noticed that when it's time for you to make a decision that sometimes you just feel like, eh, I can't do it. It's too much. I don't want to be bothered with it. You know what I'm saying? I would rather not, you know, and, and we go through all of these changes when it comes to us making a decision. And, and one of the things that is most, I've seen it because I've had to counsel people who deal with it, procrastination. Knowing that you have something to do and then saying, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna get to it, I'm gonna get to it, and then you never do it. This means, this tells me that you are battling with the spirit of fear and that when you deal with the, deal with things like this and you don't combat the spirit of fear and you don't come against this first of all let's let's deal with the fact that you could find yourself missing opportunities from God when you do not make decisions in a timely manner when God is calling for you to make a move when God is calling for you amen to make a solid decision when God is looking for you amen to stand in a specific place at a specific time for a specific season but you can't seem to narrow down to a decision because of fear hallelujah guess what you end up missing the timing of God the blessing of God the move of God Listen, I don't have time to be missing the move of God. And, and we all have times that we feel like I just can't, you know what I'm saying? Or I'm afraid. Listen, you, you got to do like Nike said and just do it. You got to get up from where you are. You got to stop making excuses because listen to me, excuses are, uh, is no reason for you not to be able to fulfill what God has called you to do. All right. And so you have a lot of choices that you may have to make. You may have to move. You may have to make decisions when it comes to, uh, 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 you know, things pertaining to your family or things pertaining to your job. But if you get stuck in the place of not making a decision when you need to make a decision, especially if people are relying on you. What's going to happen to those who are waiting for you? What's going to happen to those who need you to, to narrow down? to making one solid decision. And I understand that sometimes we are afraid of making mistakes. So because we are afraid, here's that word fear again, talking about fear, because we are afraid of making a mistake, we tend to do nothing. 
So because I'm afraid of how things may turn out, because I'm afraid that maybe somebody might misunderstand me, because I'm afraid that it, I might fall flat on my face, because I'm afraid people may not understand really where I'm coming from, what we end up doing is doing nothing. And that is not a choice. You don't have the choice to do nothing. God is counting on you. People are counting on you. Amen. How can you say that God has called you to do a work and you can't make a solid decision? I know that there's some people that you know who need to hear this word because I'm talking about them and this is them wrapped in a nutshell. You need to tag them right here in the, in the comment section so that they can see that this word is for them and they can come and hear this word on tonight. All right. A lot of times we face anxiety about what is next. Lord, what am I, what am I going to do after this? I'm experiencing a blessing now, but what happens when this is over? Or how am I going to get through this thing and deal with the next thing? You know what I'm saying? How am I going to make things come together? How am I going to, you know, how am I going to find the job that I need? How am I, you know what I'm saying, going to be able to, to, to make a decision about what it is that my family has need of. How am I going to get out of this situation? What do I need to do? Amen. And so sometimes because we face these different anxieties about what is next, you know, about what we should do and how we should do it and when we should do it, we find ourselves getting stuck. So I want to read, let me read another verse of scripture to you. Let's go to the book of Proverbs. And I'm going to have a couple of verses of scripture for you on tonight outside of our uh, uh Philippians chapter four, amen. And and um um, if I don't get to read them all to you, then you just write them down and you come back, amen, and and read them later. But let's go to Proverbs chapter three. Let me put these glasses on so I can see. Hallelujah, amen. Proverbs chapter three. Let's look at verse five. And we're gonna. I'm reading this from the ESV. Okay. Verse five says. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean to your own understanding. Verse six, in all your ways, not some of your ways, not one of your ways, not two of your ways, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your path. Here's part of our problem as to why. We cannot make solid decisions or we get become fearful about making decisions because we don't trust in the Lord. We tend to trust in people. We tend to trust in our jobs. We tend to trust in our paychecks. We tend to trust in the Monday turning into Tuesday, turning into Wednesday. We tend to trust in all of those things, but we don't trust in the Lord. Amen. Scripture is plain. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Listen, doesn't that sound like Proverbs, I mean, Philippians chapter four, where it says, and the peace of God, verse seven, shall, and the peace of God, which transcends your understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. How is God going to guard our hearts and our minds? Because we know that we're not doing it in our own strength. We know that we're not doing it in ourselves. We know that we are not leaning to our own understanding. Let's look at verse seven. Verse seven in Proverbs chapter three says, be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Sometimes, because we're just too smart for our own good. We're just too smart for our own good. Sometimes we just know too much. Sometimes we just, you know what I'm saying, think we know it all. And because of that, we end up messing things up. And these things make 
us fearful because we messed it up last time. So I already know I ain't trying to mess with it now because I already know I messed it up the last time. I'm not trying to mess it up this time. I don't want nobody saying anything to me about what I did or whatever, whatever. Listen to me. You cannot allow yourself to be stuck in one place because you are afraid to make a choice. Can I tell you something? If you don't make a choice, that is still making a choice. Let me say it again. Not making a choice is still making a choice. Not choosing is still choosing. You cannot let fear paralyze you. Let me give you a definition. Let's get a definition going right here for you. Hold on for a second. Let's get a definition for the word procrastinate. Let's look at what, what it means to procrastinate. To procrastinate means to delay or postpone an action or to put it off. Okay? It's from the Latin word procrastinate, procrastinate which means deferred till the morning. <laughs> I'll do it tomorrow. It comes from the Latin word pro, which means forward, and crastinus, which means belonging to tomorrow, putting it off. You know the saying, don't put off today what you can do, to, or don't put off for tomorrow what you can get really get done today. Do it today. What is it that God has been dealing with you about that you've been dragging your feet? What What is it that you have supposed to have been doing? Here we are. What's today's date? The 28th? Today's the... No, it's not. What's today? It's today the 28th. My God, the month is gone. Today is the 28th. Here we are, January 28th. And there are things that we said that we were going to do on December 31st. We made up our mind December 31st. And here it is, January 28th. How many days ago was that? That you still... Have put off for tomorrow what you should have been committing yourself to today. Stuff that you said that you were going to do and you didn't do it. You didn't follow it out. You didn't keep your word. You didn't follow through. Come on here, somebody. Send this to some procrastinators that you know that are procrastinating, that have been dragging your feet. Some of you said, I'm going to write my book, but I'm afraid that if I put it out, people are going to talk about me. Baby, they already talking about you. Get up and get that book written. I, I'm going to go and, and I'm going to step out and I'm going to do ministry. But I'm afraid that I'm going to fall flat on my face. Listen to me. You might fall flat on your face. You might fall flat on your face. But you got to keep going. You can't quit. You can't give up. You can't change your mind just because things seem to not work out the way that you want them to. Now, I got a couple of points I'm going to work with on you, okay? Work work on with you. That's what I'm trying to say. All right? So, when it comes down to making a decision, should I do this? Should I not do this? How do I go forward with this? Should I go forward with this? Should I quit? Should I keep going? What does God want me to do? Hallelujah. Amen. There are some biblical principles. Bible. Come on here, somebody. That should inform your decision-making process. Let's look at what the scripture says. 
When you look at Proverbs 2 and 6 and Proverbs 1, 20 through 23, the Bible says, for the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. If you don't have wisdom, you need to seek God for the wisdom to make your decisions. Don't just stay crippled by fear and not move because you don't know what to do. Seek God for his wisdom. Seek God that he will give you the insight that is necessary. Hallelujah. You know, I'm not sure what's going on with this broadcast on tonight. Amen. If it keeps freezing, what we're going to do is, for those of you who are listening to us by way of speaker, I want you to hold on for a second. Hallelujah. Because we do not want this to freeze. And so what I'm going to do, because I need to, I need to get this word out. Is it still freezing? Because if the video was freezing, that's not what we want to do. So hold on one second. All right. Give us a second. What I'm going to do is I'm going to end this video. So those of you who watch up to this point, I want you to go to the next video so that you can finish watching this word. Amen. God bless you. And those of you who are listening by way of Spreaker, I want you to hold on because we are going to continue. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So let's see how this goes. I'm not sure what our issue is on tonight. Amen. So I'm just trying to get, all right, so let's see what happens right here. All right, and I'm going to um, go over that last point, that, that last point. I'm going to go over that again. Y'all come on back in, come on back in. Amen. I don't know what's going on with our streaming on tonight. Praise the Lord. Amen. But guess what? We're going to get this word tonight. Listen to me. When I tell you everything that can go wrong is trying to go wrong. But the devil is a liar. Hallelujah. But we're going to get through this on tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Because we got to get this word. Amen. All right. I'm going to give everybody a few more minutes to come on back in the room. Amen. Because I know that we lost some of you. Very good. Okay, now it may be, I may be having, hmm, let's see, don't know what's going on tonight, amen, so we were talking about, you know, making decisions, amen, so I'm actually to tag, share, and invite one more time, get everybody back in here. Amen. So that we can finish, amen, this teaching on tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. So, hmm. It's a little bit of everything going on, I promise you. <laughs> 
Amen. All right. So we talked about the fact that there are times that you got to have godly principles that will govern your decision making. Okay. And I'm trying to get this back on to the prophets teaching group as well. That's part of what my issue is here. So let's get this back in here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We know the enemy's trying it tonight, but we're going to get this word out. Glory to God. Amen. Okay. Very good. Praise the Lord. Right. All right. So we have times that, you know, we know that God is dealing with our hearts, amen, about things that we need to do, you know what I'm saying? And so we start procrastinating because of fear, you know what I'm saying? But we got to, amen, allow God to direct, to direct us, amen? We have to have God direct us, you know what I'm saying? That's part of our issue is allowing the Lord to direct us. Listen to me. You don't always have to be the sharpest pencil in the box. You don't always have to have all the right answers. And you and it's okay if you are afraid and don't know how things are going to come together. It's okay if, if you're nervous about stepping out into something that you've never stepped out into before. It's okay if, you know what I'm saying, you're, you're, you're concerned about how, you know, uh, things are going, what the end is going to be, what the outcome is going to be. It's okay. Those things are normal, but it's not normal for you to procrastinate on your destiny because of worry. That's what you cannot do. Okay. So let's talk about the next thing. We start talking about making decisions. Do you have all the facts about the choice that you have to make? Sometimes you have to make financial decisions. Sometimes you have to make uh, uh, logistical decisions, ge geographical decisions about where you're going to live and all the rest of that stuff. Do you have all the facts? Let's look at Proverbs 18 and 13 and also Proverbs uh, 18 and 17. The Bible says he gives an answer before he hears. It is folly and shame to him. Don't speak before you know what God's will is or or it, before you know what all the facts are. Okay? And let me tell you something. You got to make sure that you got the right people in your corner. The Bible says that there is a way that seemeth the right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Let me tell you something. You got to make sure that you got the right people around you so that you're not listening to the wrong voices, so you're not following the wrong values, so you're not following the wrong advice, you know what I'm saying, and end up in the wrong. You got to make sure that you are following what God, don't speak before you know all the facts. Do, uh, listen to me, and especially because we got Facebook Live, Lord Jesus, people are always running their mouth. People got an opinion about everything. You know what I'm saying? Folks who, who ain't qualified, get up here and try to talk like they're qualified. They have no life experience, no work experience, no spiritual experience. Come on, amen. No track record of surviving anything. Make sure you know all the facts. Make sure you know the facts about who you follow. Father God, in the name of Jesus. Okay? So when you make a decision, number one, make sure that you got biblical principles, that you have a biblical 
principle about making that decision, that you can make an informed decision. Number two, do you know all the facts? Okay, next, is there pressure of time forcing me to make a premature decision? Let's look to the word, Proverbs 19 and 2. Also, it is not good for a person to be without knowledge, and he who makes haste with his feet errors. He who makes haste with his feet errors. Just because there's a time crunch. Let me tell you something. They call it the tyranny of the urgent. Right now, right now, right now. I got to do it right now. Listen to me. If it's okay for you to do it today, it'll be even better tomorrow. Let. Sometimes you got to let it marinate. Sometimes you got to let decisions wait. Sometimes you got to let people, places and things wait their time. People can promise you the pie in the sky by and by, but really all they can give you is a metal plate to put that pie in. They ain't got no pie. They got a plate, but they ain't got no pie. You got to let time prove everything. Let testing prove everything. Don't be in such a rush. Take your time. I didn't say procrastinate. I said take your time. Why do you need to take your time? Don't let nobody... Listen, you ever... It's like going to a car dealership. You know, you go to the car dealership and they try to make you feel like this is a good deal. This deal is only going to be going on for today. If you miss this today, you're not going to ever get it. And so we start feeling like, oh my God, oh my God, I got to get this car. But then it's a $750 car payment and you know you can barely pay your rent. How are you going to pay a car payment at $750? Because they're rushing you, pressure of time, forcing you to make a premature decision. Don't allow pressure of time to push you into something that you should not do, okay? We're talking about making hard decisions, being able to persevere through so you can make hard decisions, all right? So let's go back. Number one, I need biblical principles to make an informed decision. Number two, I have to make sure that I know all the facts. And number three, I won't let the pressure of time force me into a decision that I should not make. Amen. What does the scripture say again? He, that, that, and also it is not good for a person to be without knowledge and he who makes haste with his feet errors. If the scripture is telling you right now, if you rush into this, you're going to make a mess. You must be calculated. You must take your time. You must think things through. You must have counsel, which we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that in the scripture. You must make sure that everything is on the up and up. How do you make a hard decision? I'm giving you pointers so that you don't let fear push you or anxiety push you into a corner and you start getting anxious. Uh uh. Ask yourself, and I hope that you're writing this stuff down. No, I ain't prophesying tonight. No, I'm not speaking in tongues for an hour tonight. I'm giving you practical instruction that is just as good and just as powerful as a prophetic word if you put it into practice. Amen, somebody. Hallelujah. Because what we do is we run off into stuff that we should not because we super spiritual, but we don't know how to live practically every single day. We don't know how to put it. Now, and I'm going to tell you something. There's a place for prophetic. I love prophecy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I love speaking in tongues. But I also love living like I got some sense. Well, hallelujah. 
Thank you, Jesus. Okay. The next thing, number four, what are the possible motives that are uh, uh, driving my decision? Okay. What, what is my motivation in this decision? Why am I saying yes? Come on here, somebody. Let's look to the scripture. Proverbs 16 and 2, Proverbs 20 and 9, and Proverbs 21 and 2. All the ways of a man are clean in his own sight, but the Lord weighs the motive. The Lord weighs the motive. Why do you want to start a ministry? Why do you want to go work on that job? Why do you want to buy that car? Why do you want to live in that neighborhood? Why do you want so-and-so to be your friend? Why do you want to be a part of this particular ministry? Why are you, amen, connecting to specific people? Is it because your motives are clean? Let God, let God try your heart. Let God try your heart. We don't like hearing stuff like that. We just want to say, he'll quote about, shout out about side. God spoke to me. And that's what I'm doing because the Lord said, really? That's your only reason? Do you have any, any, any other information? Only because God said it? Oh, okay. And am I telling you that that's not a good reason why you should do something, but you should still be able to make an informed decision because everywhere that Jesus went, he did not stop every five minutes to ask the father, should I? Because the will of God, his seed was in him. So he knew what the will of God was, but he also knew, amen, that there were things that he should not do. Come on here, somebody. Do you know that there are things that you should not do? Do you know that there are people that you should not connect to? Do you know that there are places that you should not go? Do you know that you should not allow yourself to be controlled by anxiety because of decisions that you have to make? Life is fraught with decisions, but you have to have the right tools to be able to make the right decisions for every dilemma that you face. And sometimes you're not going to always have a whole group of people around you. So you're going to have to look to God's word for advice. Look to God's word for instruction. Look to God's word for how you should govern your decision making. And all of your decision making should not just be, I heard the word. The Lord, somebody, somebody prophesied to me. If all of your life is based off of somebody else's prophecies, you're in trouble. Can I say it again? Oh, and I know that ain't pretty. If all of your decisions that you are making in your life are based on the fact that I had a word the Lord said to me, but you don't have any proof. You don't have nothing. Did you try your own motives? Did, did you check God's word? Come on here, somebody. Do, do you know? Do you know? Amen. Hallelujah. What God's mind is concerned. Is this a time constraint? Do you feel like I got to do this right now? Come on, somebody. You got to learn how to make informed decisions. Because you may not always have a personal prophet to come and bring you a word. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. He's so good. We got to take this word. Amen. Because some of us are just too spiritual. And we don't, we don't write a check unless God speaks to us. We won't pay our bills unless God speaks to us. We won't talk to each other unless God speaks to us. Listen to me. 
We're talking about, amen, having the ability to face hard decisions. Do you know that it is a hard decision to decide that you're not going to be a religious fanatic, but you're going to, you're going to be level-headed in your thinking? Sometimes you're anxious because you put too much credence on somebody else's prophecy versus putting pressure on the word of God that God has already given you. Putting pressure, amen, hallelujah, on what you know as a believer and walking in that thing. That's what you got to learn how to do. Where you at, church? What happened to you? Did I lose you? Oh, okay. Hallelujah. Let's look at, okay, point number five. How should past experiences inform my decision? Am I going to let fear of what happened before keep me from making a decision? Or am I going to run into a decision because of something that happened last time? Well, I remember last time, child, I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Uh-uh. Let's see what the word says. Amen. Proverbs 26 and 11 and Proverbs 17 and 10. Like a dog. <laughs> that returns to his vomit is a fool who repeats his folly. Listen to me. You got to be honest with yourself and say, you know what? I remember when I did X, Y, Z. Let me take my time. Let me not rush into this. Let me not rush into this. Let me, let, and if you're going to hear a voice, let me be still and hear God's voice. Let me test my own motives. Let me make sure I got all the information that is necessary about this so that I don't make a mistake. We're not talking about procrastinating, putting off till tomorrow because we are afraid to step into it. I'm talking about less and we're not talking about being anxious about it. Because remember, our verse tells us, amen, from, from Philippians chapter 4, amen, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. Don't be, don't you know anxiety will make you rush? Don't you know anxiety will make you, it will paralyze you. It could do one of two things. It could paralyze you and make you be still, or it will make you rush headlong into something and be like this fool. Repeating your folly. Hallelujah. And that's not what we want to do. Number six. Oh my God, I got 10 minutes. How did the hour go by so fast? What is the counsel? What is the collective counsel of my community? Listen to me. Listen to me. The Bible declares Proverbs 11 and 14, Proverbs 12 and 15, Proverbs 13 and 20. 15 and 22 and 18, 1 and 2. It's a lot of verses of scripture. If you miss them all, go back to the video. Amen. Hallelujah. Where there is no guidance, the people fall. But in an abundance of counselors, there is victory or safety. Listen, go and ask somebody else. Do you know what I should do? Here's my situation. Now, I'm not telling you that every decision that you make has to be based upon what somebody else is saying that's not what i'm saying to you i'm not telling you that if people disagree with you that you can't make moves that's not what i'm saying but what i am saying and saying to you is get you a counselor that you trust find somebody that you know is not a liar is not a shyster who loves god is level-headed 
amen, and is willing to give you godly counsel that is that is rooted in scripture, that is wise, that is willing to pray a decision through with you, amen. What is, listen to me, I have a very serious decision that I had to make about some things I needed to do, and listen to me, come on somebody. I had a friend of mine that I talked to about it. Thank God for friends. And I went to my leader and talked to him about it because I wanted to hear what he had to say. I wanted to hear the wisdom. And, and I wasn't making moves without that wisdom. You can't be so anointed that you don't listen to nobody. Oh, I wish I could just knock on the screen. Hello? You cannot be so anointed. That you don't listen to anybody. You're not submitted to nobody. Can't nobody track your submission. Don't nobody know what you're doing with yourself. Come on here, somebody. Don't nobody know. Amen. You make decisions. You go from left to right, right to left. You go from north to south, east and west. Don't nobody know what you're doing, when you're doing it, why you're doing it, how often you're doing it, who you're doing it with. Nobody is informed except you. Tomorrow, God told me. Really? What is the collective counsel of your community? Do you have a community that will give you counsel? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Do you have, and you can't just share what you want to share. You need to be able to share the things that's really you know you need some advice on. Come on here, somebody, church, on church. Not the church, we the church, they the church. <laughs> it is important for us to have counsel because in the multitude of counselors, there is not just safety, but I love this translation. There is victory. Do you know you'll get the victory when you have help from counselors? When it's not just your good idea by itself? Go get counsel. Hallelujah. All right, number seven. Let me hurry up because I'm running out of time. Have I honestly considered the warning signs? Did you see the things that's wrong? We're talking about being able to make hard decisions, facing hard decisions. Sometimes for us, that's the difficulty. We'll know that, okay, this is a hard choice, and we'll see the warning signs about stuff that's coming, and we'll ignore it. No, 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 no. That can't be what it what I think it is. And you know good and well. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. This is what you thought it was, boo. Yes, it is. Let's look to what the scripture says. Proverbs 10 and 17, 16 and 25, and 27 and 6 it says this. He is on the path of life who heeds instruction, but he who forsakes reproof goes astray. You're not following nobody, so you're gonna crash this car. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna crash this bus. You're gonna shipwreck this boat because you do not heed instruction. He is on the path of life who heeds instruction. You don't always have to be the sharpest pencil in the box. You don't always have to have the answer. You don't always have to be the one who's in charge. You don't always have to be the one who's leading. It's okay to follow somebody else. It's okay. Have you considered the warning signs? Have you looked 
at what's ahead of you and have you weighed everything? Have you looked at it? Do you pay attention to what's ahead of you? Have you listened to the to the collective counsel of your community? Or do you ignore the voices of your community because you feel like I'm anointed and God told me? You're going to go astray. I got book on it. And, and listen, listen to me. We're not smarter than God. You're not smarter than God. I'm not smarter than God. God know better than I do. And this is why this word is here for us. I know that it's hard to make decisions. I know that it's sometimes fearful for us because we feel overwhelmed. We don't want to. And, you know, I've seen, you know, people posting things um, on their social media about the different types of decisions this week that they have had to make. Some of them very difficult. Some of them are matters of life and death, the, the, the decisions that they've had to make. And they post and asking for prayer. And I get it. I understand it. But you can't run away from it. And you got you to gotta be able to take in all these things that we just shared and be able to make a proper decision. Proper decision. Okay? Number eight, have I considered the possible outcomes from my course of action? Have I thought about it? Have I thought this thing through thoroughly? What will happen? What are the pros and the cons? Again, I'm trying to get you to just come on out of your spiritual cold, uh, 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 cave for a minute. Come out your cocoon for a second. And I want you to learn how to live this life. I want you to be awesome and anointed leaders. I want you to be able to walk in the fullness of what God has for you. I want you to be able, amen, to, to fulfill your assignment with power and authority, amen, and walking, amen, in the glory of God. But I want you to be able to make a decision. I want you to be able to consider all the possible outcomes. What happens if it works? What happens if it fails? What happens if somebody gets hurt because of this? What happens if, you know what I'm saying, somebody's life gets destroyed by your decision? These are options that you have to weigh. Proverbs 14 and 1, 14 and 15, and also 27 and verse 12 says this. The wise woman builds her house, but the foolish tears it down with her own hands. Do you think about the repercussions before you run headlong into a decision that you feel like you had to make it because the pressure of time was forcing you to make this premature decision. Don't you allow the pressure of time to push you into a decision that you don't have to make right now. Don't allow time or people to push you into something that is way off course, way off base, and out of the timing of God. Okay, two more, and I'll be finished. Could this decision jeopardize my integrity or hinder my witness for the Lord? How are other people going to be affected by what I do? Is this going to make me look bad? Am I going to lose my testimony in the front of other people? Am I going to lose the power of my witness? Listen, how, have you ever asked yourself that before you did something? 
Is this going to make Jesus look bad? Am I going to lose my witness and the power of my witness to other people if I make this decision? Father God, help us today, Jesus. Proverbs 10 and 9, 25 and 26, 20 and 7, 22 and 1. Like a trampled spring and a polluted well is a righteous man who gives away, gives way before the wicked. Can I read that again? Like a trampled spring and a polluted well, you're full of dirty water. That's what he said, is a righteous man who gives way before the wicked. If you do this, are you going to lose your testimony? Are you going to end up like a dirty pool? Who can drink from your well after you mess up and make this bad choice? Who's going to be able to receive from you? Will you be polluted after this? Will you still be received after you make this decision? We're talking about facing hard choices. Anxiety comes in all forms. And you can't allow the pressure of things going on around you make you do something that has terrible repercussions and then you don't know how to bear the repercussions in the end. Number 10, final point. Is there a better option that would allow me to make a greater impact for God's kingdom? Is there some other way? What other option do I have before I make this decision? What what are my options? Is this the only route that I can go? Is this the only thing that I can do? What else can I do? Proverbs 11 and 30. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. And he who wins souls is wise. We can call you a lot of things. Can we call you wise? Can we call you wise? That's what I need to know. We must have a posture of prayer. We must have a perspective of praise. We must seek God and do what is right. That is my that is my hope for you, that you do what is right, that you not be super spiritual, that you not just do stuff because the Lord said, God said, or somebody prophesied to you. You sound kooky. I'm sorry. I love you. But you got to stop with this kooky foolishness and you got to be able to make educated decisions. God is looking for people who can operate not just in common sense, amen, but some serious godly sense. Go back over these points, amen, and apply them to your life. Apply them to your life. What biblical principles should inform my decision? Do I have all the facts? Is pressure of time forcing me to make a premature decision? What are the possible motives for driving my decision? How should past experiences inform my decision? What is the collective counsel of my community? Have I honestly considered the warning signs? Have I considered the possible outcomes from my course of action? Could this decision jeopardize my integrity for, for my course of action or, or hinder my witness for the Lord? And is there a better option that would allow me to make a greater impact for the kingdom of God? Ask yourself these questions. Don't procrastinate. Don't let anxiety make you procrastinate. 
ask yourself these questions. If you're finding yourself faced with decisions, putting it off till tomorrow is not going to make it better. Putting it off to tomorrow is not going to make the choice that you have to make go away. Waiting for somebody to prophesy to you and tell you what you should do by far is nonsense. You need a man to seek wisdom because the Bible tells us that wisdom is the principal, principal thing. We need to have a posture of prayer, a perspective of praise, and we have to seek God to do what is right hallelujah uh, romans 8 and 28 tells us that we know that all things work together for the good to those who love god to those who are the called according to his purpose you may not understand why you're having to face the decisions that you have to face today and you might feel like i'll do it tomorrow i'll do it tomorrow i'll do it tomorrow get up out of that bed set yourself a schedule stop procrastinating Get in the shower, wash up, brush your teeth, do your hair, get out and do what you need to do and let God cause all things to work together for your good. Walk with a posture of prayer, a perspective of praise and do the right thing. Hallelujah. We know that decision making can seem like it's complicated because we have so many choices and we might feel like, you know, that we are afraid of making bad mistakes. We understand that. Okay. But you got to make sure that you sit down and you make educated decisions. I gave you scripture. I didn't give you Fran 101. I gave you Bible because I want you to know that the Bible, God is concerned with us making proper decisions. And he's given us all the tools that we need in order to be able to do that. You have his word, you have prayer, and you have the collective a council of your community that will help you, you know what I'm saying? And and you you can go and discuss whatever is going on with you with somebody else and find the way to do it. And I understand that sometimes we can make a choice and feel like that this is the right choice. And in the end, we end up realizing, okay, maybe that wasn't right. And sometimes we take too much upon ourselves. It's okay to ask somebody for help. It's okay. Even if you make a mistake and you make the wrong choice, at least you made a choice. But don't let fear paralyze you and don't let fear cause you to run headlong into something that you are not ready to do. So if you're facing a difficult decision, I want to pray with you tonight. I want to seek God with you so that you can find rest from this anxiety of decision making. I want to be able to I want to touch bases with you or touch and agree with you in prayer tonight that God will give you his peace and that he will direct you. That he will direct your steps into the good will of God. Hallelujah. So that you will be able to fulfill whatever it is that God has called you to do in this hour that you will be strengthened with might in your inner man and that you will not fail. You know why? Because all things Work together for the good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. So can we pray? Let's play. Let's I said play. Ha! Let's pray. Hallelujah. Tonight. Amen. Glory to God. Because I believe, amen, that this word touched somebody on tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to play our song in the background. This has been our song all week, all month, rather. 
Hallelujah. We're talking about speaking the name of Jesus. We are coming against the spirit of anxiety. And Father, tonight we pray for every person that is listening, for every person that is watching. We pray for our listeners on Spotify. We pray for our listeners, oh God, on iHeartRadio, for those that are watching right now, Father, on uh, Facebook Live, in the Prophets Teaching Group, and on our pages. We pray tonight, God, for the peace of God. We pray for wisdom to break in into every area of our life, that we would be able, oh God, to do what you have called us to do without reservation, without worrying about our circumstances, situations, knowing that you will give us the strength, the wisdom, the know-how to be able to choose right in the name of Jesus. We come against fear. We come against procrastination nation. We come against making rash decisions. Father, we pray the peace of God. We speak the name of Jesus over every listener, over every viewer on tonight in the name of Jesus. And we declare tonight, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that your will will be done, that you will open up our eyes, open up our ears, test our hearts, God, that we will know our motives. That we would not step into something without the right spirit. That we would not go into this thing without your wisdom. That we would not step out into something without, oh God, counsel in the name of Jesus. That we will look to you, God, for all that we have need of in the name of Jesus. We bind the spirit of fear tonight. Those that have faced anxiety in any shape, form, or fashion. God, we pray for them right now. That the scriptures that we have preached and taught on all month, Lord, that this word would sink in. That their minds will be made free. We curse the spirit of captivity, every mind-binding spirit in the name of Jesus. We break the spirit of Python on tonight. We command thoughts, oh God, to be clear. We command in the name of Jesus, the peace of God to overtake every mind, every heart, every spirit in the name of Jesus. And God, we just give you glory. We give you praise. We give you honor. We thank you that all things are working together for our good. Because we love you. Because we're called according to your purpose. We didn't call ourselves, but you called us. And because you called us, God, you make it well. We thank you right now, God, for fighting every battle for us. For causing us, God, to be able to walk in victory in the name of Jesus. Walking in peace. Being able to do the will of God in the name of Jesus. Help us, God, to remain in a posture of prayer. With a perspective of praise. And that we make the right decisions. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Direct our paths. We, oh God, give our thoughts over to you. Every decision that we have to make, we give it to you right now in the name of Jesus. And we declare and decree that our feet will not slip. Our minds, oh God, will not wander. Our hearts will not stray. But God, we will follow you, that we will be led of you for your word declares that they, that as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So as sons, help us to make mature decisions. As sons, God, help us, God, to choose right. As sons, Father God, in the name of Jesus, help us that we not miss you, but that we will be, oh God, mature in our thoughts, mature in our choices, mature, oh God, hallelujah, as we walk forward, oh God, in the name of Jesus, and we give you glory for it now. We give you honor. We give you praise. We bind the spirit of fear. Tonight, we speak peace. We are at peace. We walk in peace. We live in peace. We sleep in peace. We talk in peace. In the name of 
Jesus. We curse worry. We curse fear. We curse anxiety. We curse, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Everything that's not like you that will come against our mind in Jesus' name. And so, God, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we give you honor tonight. Can you give him glory? Give him glory with the hearts on the screen. Hallelujah. Wherever you are, wherever you're listening, wherever you're watching, give God praise and speak his name over your circumstance and over your situation. And we declare of ourselves that we will walk with the posture of prayer. Hallelujah. And a perspective of praise. And we will make the right decisions. God bless you until we meet again. Next Tuesday, amen, starts a new series. Join us next week, amen, for a new series in Jesus' name. Amen. And for anybody, if you've been blessed by this series all month and you want to be able to sow, amen, you can sow by Cash App. You can go to our Cash App. It's dollar sign O. A, P is in Paul, N is in Nancy, and the number one. Amen. For our Oasis Apostolic and Prophetic Network. Amen. You can sow, amen, by way of our network. Hallelujah. Or you can sow on PayPal by going to spirit underscore of Deborah at yahoo.com. That is the email to use for PayPal. Amen. Again, spirit underscore of Deborah at yahoo.com or by cash app, the dollar sign. O-A-P-N and the number one. God bless you and continue to seek the Lord and walk in peace in Jesus name. We'll be back next Tuesday by God's grace. Amen. And we'll be starting a new series on next month for God's glory. Be blessed on tonight. From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Rule the day the plant-based way with the new vegan mixed berry from Smoothie King. Powered by whole, non-GMO fruits, oat milk, and vegan protein, it's a dairy-free, plant-based smoothie you can feel great about. With 13 grams of protein and half your daily fiber, it's an easy way to get the essential nutrients your body craves. Skip the line and order online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King. Rule the day.